Welcome to the Moment of Truth Bible Baptist Church podcast, where we're listening to sermons from our pastor, Philip Koontz. This is a sermon entitled Continuing Cancel Culture, and was preached from the pulpit on November 7th of 2021. We invite you, of course, to visit us every Sunday. We're located at 310 Randolph Road here in Kansas City, Missouri, just outside of Clay Como. Sunday school is at 930. Services begin at 11 every Sunday. Come by and say hello. And now here's Pastor Philip Kuntz with Continuing Cancel Culture. Let's all please turn to the book of Galatians, chapter 2, as we turn to verse 20. And let's all stand as we read, if you can. Galatians, chapter 2, verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. God bless and honor the reading of his word. And you may be seated. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and by grace himself, and by, excuse me, loved me and gave himself for me. Christ gave himself for us. Now, I, I have many button-up shirts. Many, 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 many. And some of it is because I've gone back and forth through gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight. Also because I wear button-up shirts, you know, every single week. And so a lot of times sizes fit and they don't. But here's the thing I hate about the button-up shirts that I wear. First of all, I like the long sleeve shirts. I really do. But one of the things I really, really hate about it is uh, I, I have never had, I've never had a custom-made shirt, never have. But what I hate about the suits and the things that I wear, I'm a strange size guy. I just am. I'm a big guy. I'm a big guy. But here's what they tell me. They tell me I'm a tall guy, but I got short legs. This is what they tell me. They say, you're a very tall guy, but you got short legs. So they tell me, you got a big waist. No comments, peanut gallery. <laughs> you got a big waist. Even when I lost a lot of weight, I had a big waist. Okay. So you got a big waist. You got short legs. You got long arms. Look at this. Long arms. It's hard to find arms that fit me on shirts. I look like Andre the Giant. If you don't know who that is, well, you're not. But anyway, I have long arms. I've got short legs. I got a big waist, a big belly, all these other things. You know, I got big, broad shoulders. I got a big head. It, we're not talking arrogance here, okay? We're not talking arrogance here. I, uh, <laughs> my neck used to have a lot of chin with it, and sometimes it still does. And I'm in the middle of losing weight again. And so I have all these other things. And so I go back and forth and have all these things. Ooh, it's hard. It's hard when you're trying to go through all these things. It's hard. You go back and forth. In fact, why I went in there, I, I, I had to be careful. I had to go tell my brother, I'm okay. I'm not having a seizure. Well, it would have been terrible if I started having one after telling them. But the, the fact is, after having a seizure last week <laughs> at that point, so I had to go in there. Because I decided to go in and change. I'm right now wearing pants that are too big. These are pants that I used to wear when I was about 500 pounds. 
I'm wearing a coat from when I was 500 pounds. I'm wearing all the clothes I'm wearing right now. Almost all of them don't fit. I'm wearing uh, some things that are way too big. Look at this. Look at that. But I was 500 pounds. Thank you. Uh, look, look at the buttons. They were coming undone at the time when I was 500 pounds. I was huge. But since then, I've gained weight. I've gained over 100 pounds since then. I, I, I can't exercise. Uh, and then I went through Great Depression. Most of you know this. I went through Great Depression. went through things. I started, I hate to tell you this. It's so true. I'm an emotional eater. And so sometimes I eat to make myself feel good. It's stupid. That's what, what I've done. So I went back to my old ways at times. I'm not doing that now. I fight that now. I'm doing good now. But I go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Plus, I went through a lot of other things. You all know about that. So I'll go back and forth. So the problem is it's hard to wear clothes that fit just right. Look at that. I look crazy. It's hard to wear clothes that fit just right. It really, really is. It's hard to wear the right sizes. To measure up with the arms along and all that stuff, it's, it's hard. The title of today's sermon is Custom Fit. That's the title of today's sermon. It's really not about clothes. It's not. It's not about the clothes that you wear, at least not the material, not, not in the sense of what we're looking at here. That's why it probably looks stupid and weird for me to be doing all this here. Probably does. But I promise you that's not what it's really about. It's not about the material. It's about the spiritual. It's about what you are inside. That's what it's about. You see, God has a suit for you. He does. And you can fit into that suit. The suit is to fit you. What size are you? The size that you're. And by the way, I'm not right now going to ask you what size you wear. First of all, women, I love you. I don't want to be attacked when you leave here today. I, I really don't. And uh, the thing about this is we're talking, again, spiritual, not material. And also, we're talking about how you are inside, not on the outside. How are you on the inside? Because God does have a suit for you. But this suit is not about the you, but that the suit that you wear spiritually is about he who is the suit. And the suit is not you. The suit is he who you are to wear. That's the suit. And he is to be custom fit. He's custom fit for you. But that could be misunderstood. First of all, let's just read this. The suit to fit you. Let me read to you Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. See, Christ is our suit. He is the suit that we are to wear every single day. Christ is the suit for you. He is. He is your suit. He's the suit we're supposed to wear. We're not only supposed to wear him on Sunday. You know, I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you do. I don't go around wearing a suit all the time. I don't go around at home wearing ties. I just don't do it. Uh, you, really, Pastor? Really? You yeah, I, You want to know what I usually wear? Chad knows. He's my neighbor. I usually, if he comes over and sees me just sitting around watching TV or whatever, I'm usually wearing sweats and uh, and a tie. No, I'm kidding. I'm usually wearing sweats and a tank top. Honestly, I wear a tank top when I'm relaxing at home. If I go out, I'm, I'm usually wearing, uh, what do you call them? Uh, not, not jeans. Uh, I can't think of what they call it right now. No, not khakis. You wouldn't touch me down again. Uh, anyway, I have all these pockets on the call right now. But anyway, I wear these pants with lots of pockets and uh, cargo pants. And uh, and with that, I, I a lot of times have a T-shirt over the tank top. But I always have a tank top. Always, always wear a tank. I'm wearing a tank top now. You just can't tell. But either way, I'm always uh, relaxed. I'm relaxed one way or another. Only on Sundays I wear my suit. The problem is in the spiritual suit. A lot of people only put on their spiritual suit on Sunday, and we're not to do that. We're not only to wear Jesus Christ on Sunday. 
And we're not only to wear Jesus Christ on Sunday and Wednesday. We're not only to wear it when people talk about the Bible. We're to wear Jesus Christ continuously. We're not only to wear Jesus Christ on Facebook when people put up something about the Bible. We're not, not to be talking uh, curse words and all these other things. And suddenly someone says something about, do you love Jesus? Put Yes, yes, amen. And then all of a sudden, blankety, blankety, blankety. No, 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 no. We're not to do that, talk about sexual things and horrible things. We're to wear Jesus constantly. We're to be changed and be fit to wear Jesus all the time, 24-7. Amen? Amen. We're to be that way because we're not talking about the material on the outside, but it's on the inside. We're to be fit with that. Hey, I'm just as guilty as you or anybody else in this world. All of us at times have not looked good in the suit. I had to be dressed yesterday. I did a wedding here. I love the wedding. It was a good wedding. I had to, to look good. I had to look good, which is hard to do sometimes, you know, when you're not feeling well. But I have to sometimes be dressed up to do weddings, to do funerals. To do other things, you have to dress up well. But here's the thing. When you're doing a wedding, when you're doing a funeral, when you're doing these other things, there's something you always have to do no matter what. When you're the minister, when you're the pastor, when you are the person doing it, you have to wear a suit that others do not. You have to put on the spiritual suit to lead them, to guide them. That's not always easy. I, I have to always wear that suit. You can't suddenly take it off and suddenly join them in a drink. First of all, I don't even have that temptation. But still, you don't join them in a drink. You don't suddenly start talking about, well, wasn't that guy uh, uh, an idiot or anything like that? No, you have to put on the spiritual suit and lead them through their hard times, their difficulties, talking about funerals. You have to be there for them and lead them. You can't say, uh, let's say, talking about an atheist. I know they're in heaven because you're a nice person. You can't do that. You also can't say, I know they're in hell. You can't do that. So what do you do? You lead them through love and compassion. It's a difficult road. But you have to be the guiding light. Not you, but the suit that you're wearing. That's what you have to do. So let me get to where I'm going with this. Often now, people are trying to custom fit the Bible to fit around them. And you know they are. People do it all the time. You see it all the time on television or whatever. People try to custom fit that Bible around, the, around them. But we're not to do that. We're not to custom fit that Bible. We're not to do that. You, you see, I don't know if you've ever been to a tailor. I have a couple times in the sense that I've been to the big and tall store. you got to do it sometimes when you're big. Uh, I, I went to the prom. In fact, the guy who, uh, whose wedding I did yesterday, the first time I went to the, well, when I went to the prom, he's the one who talked me into going. I wasn't going to do it. He says, Philip, you got to go at least once. You got to go to the prom. So I went. He's the one talking me into it. He said, they'll measure you. They'll take care of you. They'll get the fit. I went and he was right. So when they were measuring me, I was all embarrassed. I remember that. But they knew what they were doing. And I've gone to big and tall stores and they have to measure you. And that's embarrassing. But they make sure that everything was right. And it was. It was custom fit. They were tailors. They knew what they were doing. In fact, you know, a lot of times I wear ties to fit. Okay, you can see I'm wearing a Mickey Mouse tie. All sorts of Mickey Mouses. I've been waiting to wear this. Well, you might say, what does that got to do with this? Well, believe it or not, the only reason why I wore it was because there's one Mickey Mouse on here. It stands out to me, red and blue and all. That is Mickey from uh, the tailor with the giant, the Grivik. And uh, that's the reason why I wore it, because I love that Mickey. But anyway, the fact of the matter is, is a tailor knows how to measure, knows how to get things just right, how long arms we need to be. I, no, needless to say, I didn't see a tailor about this shirt. The fact of the matter is, is 
a tailor knows what you need to have. A tailor knows how to custom fit. But instead of doing it right, nowadays people are trying to custom fit and tailor the Bible to fit their lives. And that's not how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to allow the tailor, the true tailor, the Lord God, to custom fit us to fit the Bible. Instead of custom fitting the Bible to fit us. That is what people are trying to do. Let's now see how people do it. They try to custom fit the Bible around our preferences, our morals, if we have them, to fit the Bible. But what I'm trying to say is the Bible fit our morals, our preferences, our political beliefs, our lifestyles and popular opinions around us. And that's not how it ought to be. Not at all. Our life mindset and way. And it shouldn't be that. Let's take, let's take a look at Psalm, Psalm 51, 10 through 12. And I know you know this. They put it into a song. It's a great song. I love this song. It goes like this. Created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence. Do not take away, take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with your willing spirit. You go ahead. I know what you're thinking. And renew a right spirit within me. I know you I know you're thinking it. I know you are. I know you are. But we are not to custom fit the Bible. We're to custom have God custom fit us. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine that we go into a suit that and, and lay it on the floor at some shop and say, okay, okay, and we lay on top and say, okay, now cut around us. You, you, no, that's not how it works. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't work that way. That would be stupid. And that's how a lot of people are nowadays. Pardon me. Stupid. Stupid. Christians too. Stupid. That was really mean, Pastor. No, it was very honest. We're stupid. Stupid enough to think that our lives are going to be great if we don't follow the Word because we want the Word to follow us. It can't be a good life if we try to tailor the Bible. Instead, we should let the tailor, the true tailor, God, design us. He's the one who tailored, who's made the tailor, and he wants to fit us correctly. He wants to do it right. He's one who perfectly tailored and made the world right. Then why is there so many problems? Because Satan and humans decided to pick up the scissors and try to make things themselves. They thought, hey, let's see what we can do. Cut, 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 cut. So, 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 so. And they sowed bad seeds. They sowed sin. It wasn't like that when they allowed the tailor to do his own thing, the right thing to make everything custom fit for perfection. God wants to give you the perfect suit, the perfect suit for you. But unlike material suits, you don't change the suit to fit the individual, but the individual to fit the suit. That's what's so perfect and wonderful about this. It's not like the suits in which we say, we're going to custom fit this suit to fit Philip. By the way, if someone ever says that to you, you say, I don't think it's going to fit me. But anyway, unlike those things in the material world, this time, we're going to fit into the suit because when we actually put on the suit of Jesus Christ, who is the perfect suit, he's the perfect suit, the absolute perfect suit, spiritual suit, the only suit to put on. Once we put it on, after that, there's going to be custom changes. Snip, 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 cut, 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 change, 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 so, so, so. And it's going to be after the suit is put on. You don't get that. 
in real tailors around here, the material tailors we see in this world. God is going to put the suit of Jesus Christ on you, and then the tailoring is going to be done. Amen? Amen. But it doesn't sound like it's going to be very comfortable because it's not. It's not comfortable. I'm going to be honest with you. Usually when people go snip, 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 it don't feel good. Take it from someone who's had his head cut open a few times <laughs> and sewed, literally sewed and stapled. It don't feel good. But you know what? I'll be honest with you. It's even more uncomfortable spiritually. It's even more uncomfortable spiritually. Philip, are you being serious? Yes, I'm being serious. I'm being 100% serious. And you know why? Because the Lord God has a way of getting to you that doctors can't. Doctors can physically make you hurt. Oh, they can physically make you hurt. But God can get to you deep in the deep in the deep in the deep into the spirit and say, Philip, you best change. Because if you don't, you will be sorry. Can God really do that? Folks, he did it to Cain. He said, Cain, Cain, if you don't, you'll be sorry. Cain didn't listen. Look what happened. Look what happened. He killed his brother. That was the first murder, the first killing. We see what happened. And I'm talking about human-wise. We see what happened. We know what happened. Ruin the whole world. Yes, we better listen to the Lord God. We better allow him to do the snipping, the cutting, and do the tailoring in our lives. We best let him do what he does. He is the perfect tailor so that we can be custom fit to what God wants to do for us. Now remember, remember John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Here's the thing. You'll never, you, you will never fit perfect in the suit. You personally will never fit perfect in that suit. But it, the suit, Jesus, the suit will fit perfect on you. Because he is perfect in every single way. And because you're human, you're never going to be perfect. See, I've heard people say it all the time. I'll come to Jesus when everything's right. I, my dad used to say this to me, and I, I until I became a, a minister and pastor myself, I never quite understood it, but he's right. As soon as I get things correct, as soon as I get this taken care of, whether it be drinking or, or, or whatever it might be, I'll, I'll get it right. I'll come to Jesus after I get all these things taken care of. But folks, usually nine times out of ten, they don't, get, they don't come to Jesus. They keep waiting because you're never going to get perfect, ever, ever. They don't come to Christ. I pray and hope they will. But what I'm saying is, for those who are waiting to be perfect, no. Why? On their own, never going to happen. And by the way, even when you have Jesus, when you're wearing a suit, you're still not going to be perfect. You could look on this suit, inside this suit. There's little threads that are loose. And you might think, that's because you probably loosened it with your uh, wonderful stature. Well, here's the thing. That might be true. But some of those threads are loose when you get them. You know that. You've seen it. You've seen the things, right? The point is this, it's not the suit that's imperfect, it's those that wear it. Have you ever seen people that look just so good in a suit? And then later on, not that we ever want to see them without their suit, but the point is, just because they look good wearing a suit, whether they be going to the Oscars or whatever, just because they look really good. The point is, is underneath, they have just scars, they have all sorts of imperfections, just like you do. They may look like a million bucks, and it may have taken that much to make them look like that, by the way. It doesn't mean that they're perfect. I can guarantee they're not. The point is, Jesus Christ is the perfect suit. We inside are not. 
we wouldn't have the suit if it weren't for his perfection. God can take away the rough edges as you wear the perfect suit. God does a tailoring underneath. He'll change you and fit you into that suit as you wear it. The, the new you, the born-again suit, with the perfection of Jesus. The born-again suit. Now, you've heard of the birthday suit. I'm not one way or another at all. Please don't misunderstand. No, I'm not talking about wearing your birthday suit. Nope, 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 nope. I am, however, I am, however, we're not an unnew to this call. No, I am, however, talking about new, you wearing your new you born-again suit, and that is wearing Jesus Christ. Every single day, every day. Now, I, I have quoted this. I, I use some of the same verses a lot. You know that. There's a reason, and we should use some again and again, this being one of them, Romans 12, 2. This is a good, 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 good verse for being a new you. Do not be conformed to this world, but be ye what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We should be transformed, folks. Let God transform you. Let him tailor you as you wear Jesus Christ every day. It's not easy to wake up and to continue to go on in a world where we see nonsense all around us. That doesn't mean we have to be in that disgusting world, living like them, falling into the mud and muck of the world. No, 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 no. If you get mud on your brand new suit, just wipe it off and keep going. Don't let it ruin your suit. Don't let it ruin your suit. No, 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 no. Keep on going. Colossians 3, 9 and, and through 10. Do not lie to one another, for you have stripped off the old nature with its practices and have clothed yourself with a new nature, which is being renewed in full knowledge, consistent with the images of the one who created it. Wear that suit proudly. Wear it proud. That's the other thing. Have you ever been embarrassed to wear new clothes? You shouldn't. But I've known people almost embarrassed to wear something they got this new because they feel like they're being prideful. Well, I'm going to tell you something, brothers and sisters in Christ. You should wear your suit of Jesus Christ proudly every day. This is not you being arrogant because you didn't earn your suit. You accepted that new suit. You accepted it as a gift, an eternal gift of glory and grace. Accept that suit and wear it proudly and let people see what gift you've been given. You know the suit that I always wear, uh, usually the coat I'm talking about, and it doesn't fit perfectly right now. I said I'm in the middle of losing again. That suit coat, no matter what happens to me, I'm never getting rid of it. That was a gift for my grandmother. While I was losing weight, my grandma went out and bought me some clothes. A tremendous woman. Tremendous woman bought me that suit, and nobody's going to take it from me. And uh, even if something was to happen to the material, it's here, and it's here in my heart. The fact is, no one's ever, listen now, ever going to take away the brand new suit of Jesus Christ from me. They cannot. I wear it proudly every day. People, even this week, try to make me feel ashamed of praying to the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed. I will wear the suit of Jesus every single day. Listen to me now. I wear it every single day. I'm proud to wear the suit of Jesus Christ every single day. I am proud of that. Jesus Christ has saved me from my sins. He saved me and continues to lift me up every day. And I don't deserve it. I don't, I won't be able to ever 
earn it. I won't be able to ever look tremendous like the suit Jesus Christ does. However, I'm going to tell you, however, I will proudly wear it and say, thank you, Lord, for my brand new suit. And you can do the same. And ladies, you don't have to wear a tie with your suit. And you don't just have to wear it on Easter or Christmas. You can wear it every day. Every day. It's beautiful suit. It's beautiful. I love it. Hallelujah. Philippians 3, 20 and 21. But our citizenship is in heaven from where also we await for our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our body of humiliation so that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working of his power, even to subdue all things to himself. Praise the Lord God. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. Boy, there's so many things I can't even get to, but I'll get through some of it. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. For this reason, we do not lose heart, even though our outward human, or excuse me, our outward man, same thing, is perishing, yet our inward man is being renewed day by day. Our light affliction, which lasts but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Praise the Lord God. You know what's great? You don't have to worry about getting dust on your suit of Jesus. Even if you get dust on yourself, and I'm talking about your spiritual self, you might make a mistake and fall down. What if you fall down and skin your knee, your spiritual knee? Oh no, I got mad. I yelled at someone. I said, that's wrong. We shouldn't do that. There's, that's not justifying it. But guess what? Jesus Christ, kiss your boo-boo. He'll kiss your boo-boo. He'll put a bandaid on it and say, now son, don't get upset like that again. You know better. The Holy Spirit's going to help you with that. Don't say those words. Don't think those words. Get up. Keep walking. Put your suit where it ought to be for everyone to see. But you didn't rip the suit. The suit's fine. It's better than polyester. A lot more stylish, too. I promise you that. 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature, a new creation. All things have passed away. Look, all things have become what? New. Praise the Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that a man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. You can be complete with Jesus Christ. Complete. Now, Ephesians 4, 22 through 24 that you put off the former way of life, the old nature, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed by the spirit of your mind. Put on the new nature, which is created according to God in righteousness and true holiness. And Jesus says this in Matthew 10, 22, you will be hated by all men for my, man, for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. And I say this, the reason why I read that, you're going to be hated when people see you wearing your new suit sometimes. Do you ever have people be jealous of you by your clothes? Well, I haven't, so I'm asking. But the fact is, is most of the time people see me say, why are you wearing that, you dork? <laughs> because I use the word dorky thing. But the fact of the matter is, is that people, you know, I used to dress nice at times. Sometimes people say, well, you look nice, and they don't get jealous of me. And they never did when I was a kid. But I do remember seeing kids in school who'd always dress nice, and some kids would get jealous. A lot of times it's because they're poor, and I understood that. But the fact is, is 
people get jealous sometimes of people who have nice things. I never understood that. I was always happy. I was always happy for that person. But sometimes people do get jealous. Well, you know, people might get jealous of you for wearing your brand new suit to Jesus. They're either angry because that's Satan working through them, and they don't want to be reminded, or they're jealous because they want what you have. Wear it all the more with love, compassion. Don't go, ha, 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 but say, ha, come join me. There's one just for you. There's one for you we must do it with love. Compassion. Absolute compassion. Never in mocking. Ever. Ever. Always with love. Always with compassion. Always letting them know there's one on the rack, so to speak, with your name on it, with your measurements, just for you. Jesus Christ, the Lord God, the tailor, has one just for you. Just for you. I can't wear it, obviously. I can't wear it. It wasn't measured for me. It wasn't measured for her. It wasn't measured for him. It was measured just for you. Just for you. But you can wear it. God has one for everyone. But the sad thing is, there's going to be a lot of people who never pick up the suit. There's going to be a lot of suit left on the rack. At that store, so to speak. Philippians 1 6 says, I'm confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Jesus Christ, and he will. Sadly, there's a lot of false tailors out there, a lot of false tailors. We need to ignore those tailors. I'm talking about Satan working through people in this world. They want to give false tailorish, uh, tailors out there who want to do work. And they want people to, to put on their clothes. Don't listen to the false tailor Satan. Don't listen to him. You don't want to fit into the world and their style and their way. And I won't go through all the scriptures I could right now. I won't. We're, I will say this, 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Don't be deceived by it. Don't fit in to their measurements and to their way. We have to walk away from that. We have to walk away from that, when you see them with a measuring tape and you see them saying, hey, don't listen to that old way of the Bible. That's old. You can't get older than God. But I'm going to tell you something. He's old. He's now. He's, he's new. He's always going to be. You can't get rid of God. You may in your own mind, your mindset may tell you that, but don't listen to them. Don't fit into the world in their way, their style, their sin. You see, I don't know if you've ever seen Mary Poppins, one of my one of my favorite movies, honestly. I watched this a couple days ago. I watch it a lot. If I'm ever not feeling good or ever in a bad mood, I put it on. I love it. I love Dick Van Dyke. I love uh, I love Julie Andrews. I, I love the music. I, I have the soundtrack. You know, well, you're a dork. I, yes, I am. I'm wearing, I'm wearing Mickey Mouse for heaven's sake. I am a dork. I don't care. I like it. I love the music. Well, one of my favorite parts is where she pulls out a measuring tape. And it says, practically perfect in every way. Of course, that's not true. But you see, the measuring tape of the world tells themselves they're practically perfect in every way. It's a lie. It's a lie. You're not perfect in any way. For all have sinned. Falling short of the glory of God. I know I quote this a lot. Again, this is one of those, and again from Romans. But there's a reason why we, we say this a lot. It's true. Always true. It's very true. 
and it's necessary to know. For all have sinned, home short of the glory of God. There's none right to know, not one. And it's so vitally important that we know it. Why, you want, me, you want to make me feel bad, Pastor? No. I want you to know that with Jesus, you don't have to feel bad. Because you can wear the perfect suit and be stunning in it because of his perfection. Oh, and it's waiting just for you. You can wear that brand new suit. Don't you fit into the ways of the world? You know, let me tell you this. Once upon a time, there was a man by the name of Peter. There's a man by the name of James. There's a man by the name of John. Hot-tempered fishermen. Hot-tempered fishermen. God tailored them. His, their every cut, every measurement, every pattern he laid out before them before they were even born. And the same for you. Absolutely. Paul had hatred towards the Gentiles. He had hatred towards them. He thought they should die and go into hell forever. That's what he thought. But, but, what did God do? God sowed every good seed into Saul. He changed them. He then made him into Paul. And he had Paul, and through Paul, went throughout the world and spoke to those Gentiles. And through Paul speaking to the Gentiles, he sowed good seed. He sowed, and he started cutting and tailoring and bringing people to the world. He changed Saul to Paul and changed Paul, tailored him, made him what he ought to be. I'm going to tell you about a few others. Jonah. Jonah was a bigot who decided to go fishing using himself as bait. <laughs> and as he did this, the fact is God was catching. He was catching and tailoring Jonah and tailoring Nineveh and the people of Nineveh and changing them too. God was tailoring folks is what he was doing, just like he wants to tailor you. God wants to tailor you. God wants to change me. Yes, he wants to change you with the ought to be so you can put on that suit and wear it like you should wear it. So you can go into heaven wearing the suit of Jesus Christ upon you. Absolutely. Don't wear the suit of the world. Don't wear the suit of sin. Don't stinketh of sin and wear the suit of Jesus Christ today. You don't have to go into the depths of hell wearing the suit of sin for eternity. You can wear the suit of Jesus Christ right now. Right now, you can be saved and wear Jesus Christ forever and ever and ever. You can do that right now. That's what I'm going to do. Jude and James, brothers of Jesus, wouldn't listen or believe that Jesus was the son of God. They grew up with him and they didn't believe this. Still, they wouldn't believe until they saw that their very brother was risen from the dead. And once they did that, Jude and James went out, asked Jesus into their heart, became not only disciples, they wrote those books of Jude and James, and they many, many people were then uh, uh, seen of the word. They then were sowed, just like they were sowed. And we saw that Jesus tailored them sowed seeds into them and sowed seeds into people today, this very day. People are being changed and tailored because of these two men that were tailored by the Lord God. Hallelujah. Thomas, a doubter, was tailored. David, an adulterer, a murderer, a liar, was tailored. Moses, a murderer, was tailored. And so many, 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 many other people throughout the Word of God was tailored by the Lord God. And we can be tailored too. So today... Don't listen to the false tailors of the world saying that if God really loves us, he'll leave us practically perfect in every way. No, you're not perfect or even close. Listen to God who wants to put the perfect suit of Jesus Christ on you now, and he'll tailor you while you wear the suit of Jesus. That's what he wants to do. Once again, I read to you Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrates his own love toward us that in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Hallelujah. Die to self every morning, 
put on the born again, new you suit. The born again, new you suit. Remember to live by the golden rule, to love of Christ. Live it, wear it boldly. And the last verse I read to you before I pray, Philippians 1.6, I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Jesus Christ. Let us now bow in prayer. Dear precious Heavenly Father, Lord, we just praise your holy name today. We thank you, Lord God, that you love us so much that you came as your holy son. That, Lord God, you want to change us from within. That you will save us before we are changed. Because, Lord God, we know we can't do it. We know that we don't have the ability, the know-how. Lord God, we know that we, we don't own those abilities. Lord Jesus Christ, we know that you do. And, Lord God, I pray right now if there be anyone here or at home or anyone in the world right now who feels that maybe someday they'll be good enough to be saved. I pray that they will, you, Lord God, will remove that lie that Satan has sown into them and that you will let them see it and realize through the Holy Spirit that you want them now, that you will change them, but you will save them first, that you will tailor them while they're already eternally saved. Lord God, I pray this in your wonderful, loving, eternal name, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen.